Hi, and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chubin, and it is the year 2020. So happy new year, happy new decade, happy all the new things, because all the things and all the new things are really what we're going for in the year 2020. Big Zig energy, don't let people be mean to you, treat other people with mutual respect, be honest, be open, you know, all the good things in the new year. So happy new year. I always used to wonder why people said Happy New Year's with like an S at the end, as if there's multiple New Year's in one year, or then I realized people are just really dumb, but it doesn't matter. Um, I'm still coming at you from my bathroom floor. Someone asked me, Cheryl, are you still recording from your bathroom? And I was like, yes, I didn't all of a sudden move to a new apartment where it's not noisy in the main room and it's not noisy on the street, so... For the foreseeable future, I will still be coming at you, at you, that sounds horrible, I will still be recording this podcast from my bathroom floor. I think I just sound best in here. You know how people like to sing in the shower because like the acoustics are good and they think they sound best? I think I sound best recording this podcast from my bathroom. But doesn't matter, just know you're coming from the bathroom. Also, I'd like to discuss that... It's 2020 and everybody is talking about resolutions. Everybody. Do you, did you, are you keeping yours? Did you make one? What do you think of them? Personally, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I think every day you should be improving yourself and getting better. And also like, it's a lot of pressure on yourself to say that all of a sudden because it's a January 1st or a Wednesday past, you're going to be a new person or change something. I think that's a whole lot of pressure. Even though I did tell myself that in the new year, I was going to be better about hanging up my clothes after I use them. Well, just to give you all a little bit behind the scenes, as of January 2nd, there was a huge pile on my chair of probably 10 pieces of clothing that I didn't hang up from the morning. So that non-resolution resolution kind of went out the window really fast. But I think I can still work on it, even though I didn't keep it when I said the new year. I can still work on it, but I don't know. Resolutions are hard and pressure-inducing and just silly. Like, I don't want to, like, rain on anyone's parade. If you made a resolution and you plan on keeping to it, more power to you and not trying to, like, kill your vibe. But for me, I just think they're silly. I just think every day we really should... Just try to be better than we were the day before. And I know that also sounds so cliche. I feel like on this podcast, I say a lot of cliche things. But I feel like sometimes when I'm saying it and saying it out loud and thinking about it, even though they're so cliche and you're like, oh, well, obviously, they feel kind of true, like really, really true. So maybe they're cliche for a reason. Maybe cliche isn't a bad thing. I'm really not sure. But... We are going with the cliche things. I don't know. Also, if you listened last week when I spoke about ghosting, benching, zombieing, and breadcrumbing, my very good friend told me that there was another term that I was missing out on. So because, you know, as my listeners, I feel like I have to keep you up to date. So I have to tell you about the new term I learned. The new term I learned is called orbiting. And again, just to keep up with consistency, We're going to read Urban Dictionary's definition. You ready? Orbiting. 
When someone who won't speak to you otherwise still watches every snap on your story, Instagram, and likes all your posts, usually someone who has ghosted you, but not always. Basically, they're lingering in your life despite refusing to be a part of... Sorry, guys. Despite refusing to be an active part in any other capacity. So they don't answer your text messages. They don't answer your phone calls. But they're lingering because, again, you could just be a really good backup in a really good second place. That's really, really nice people orbiting. Like, you're not a planet. You're not the sun. Nothing revolves around you. Don't orbit other people. Like them or don't like them. Talk to them or don't talk to them. The year of 2020 is the year of big dick energy, people. Why can't everyone just get with the program? Don't be mean. Don't be rude. Be honest and open. Hey, everyone. I'm back. If you're still listening, this is Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. I decided to share with all of you my... Go to Opener on any dating app and my theory behind it. When I'm on a dating app and I start a conversation, I ask someone their bagel order, which I know sounds really funny and like a weird question to ask, but hear me out. I ask them their bagel order because I feel like your bagel order says a lot about you. For example, if a guy tells you he doesn't eat bagels, he doesn't eat carbs or, you know, keto season, dude, you're not for me. If a girl tells you, well, I eat a bagel sometimes when, like, I feel like maybe I deserve it because I did Pilates 10 times that day. Okay, see your type of girl? Maybe, maybe not. Or if a person has, like, a weird order, like, I like a toasted blueberry bagel with tuna and cream cheese. That's disgusting. Like, why aren't you normal? Like, have a normal bagel order. For example, I think mine's normal. But other people may not. I have like a regular go-to bagel order. And then I have a bagel order when I'm feeling, you know, really high class and wanting to spend extra money. My regular bagel order is an everything bagel, lightly toasted with cream cheese and tomato. That just means I like what I like and I'm straight to the point and I like good food. When I'm feeling, you know, extra fancy, I get locks on it because that's just the Jew that I am. I love bagels, locks, and cream cheese. So I always ask someone what they like. One time this guy told me that he liked jalapeno bagels with like garlic and onion and like uh, scalloped cream cheese. My takeaway was that I never want to kiss you after you eat that because that's fucking disgusting and your breath probably smells. So I think you can find out a lot about a person from their bagel order. Like bagels are life. I mean, not actual life. Clearly, I'm being dramatic. But a bagel, a good bagel is like an integral part of my life. So if someone doesn't have a good bagel order, I don't know. It like says something about them. And I know people could have like other go-to things to find out about people. But I think asking someone their bagel order is very telling and says a lot about them. So maybe if you find yourself on a dating app and having to deal with the disaster we call dating instead of saying like a lame like hey what's up or thanks for matching why do people say thanks for matching it always feels so creepy like you're thanking me for having interest in you that you don't have enough self-confidence to be like yeah you match with me because I have a lot going for me 
that always kind of weirds me out. So instead of saying something lame, just be like, go to bagel order. They'll either think it's funny and respond something witty, or they'll be like, I don't eat bagels. And then you're like, unmatched anyways, because who doesn't eat bagels? Like, I get it, year of 2020, all health conscious, everything. I'm all for healthy food. I'm all for exercise. I'm all for a healthy lifestyle. But I also love bagels, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I don't love bagels. And anyone else who doesn't love bagels, I just feel sorry for you that you're missing out on the goodness in your life of bagels. So try it next time. Let me know if it works for you and what you think of the bagel theory. I really should make it my own. Like, I know you can't trademark liking bagels, but it's just my go-to thing. And I think it could work for you too. So why don't you try it? So I was talking to my little sister the other day. I have many sisters. If anyone wants to know a little bit more about me, I have three sisters above me, all married with kids. And then I have a younger sister who's just about the wittiest, coolest, best person on the whole planet. She's like just one of those people that you wish you had her confidence and you wish you had her tenacity and her sassiness. And like, she will say anything to anyone. And if something's on her mind, she will say it. And I really envy that about her. So I try to channel her a little bit sometimes I'm in situations. But I was talking to her about how people can't get it together and they're always looking for the next best thing. And everyone thinks that the 2.0 version of someone is coming out next. And, you know, why settle when there's someone coming around the corner and, you know, relationships and dating is like bus stops. You find one at every corner and it's like a bus. There's always one coming. And I was saying that, like, I feel like in, I don't know, South Dakota, the age 30 is very different than the age 30 in like a metropolitan city like New York, Chicago, Boston, LA, Miami. It's just different. Like, even though I've never been to South Dakota, in my mind, people in South Dakota are just more settled. They like commit more. Like, again, this is really just speculation because I've never been to South Dakota. Frankly, I'm not even sure if I'll ever make it to South Dakota. But I feel like a South Dakota 30 is so different. South Dakota 30, you're settled down, you're married, you have three kids, you have a mortgage, you own your car, you're settled, you're committed, you're, you're in it. You are on the journey of your, your whole life, you're on the road. But then like a 30 in, I don't know, let's just use New York as an example because that's where I live. They're fuckboys. And remember, fuckboys is not gender specific. You can be a male fuckboy. You can be a female fuckboy. It's not. Fuckboy is just a term. I'm not hating on men here. Clearly love men. Not hating on them. But it's like 30 here, you don't know what you want. You're not even thinking of settling down. You're not even thinking about what you think you want. You can't commit even to your bagel order, let alone to a girl or a guy. You literally are just flying by the seam of your pants. That is a old, old, old phrase that I happen to love. My mom uses it and I happen to love that phrase. I just find it very apropos and very funny. But again, I digress. 
But I just feel like 30 is such a different has such different meaning depending on where you live. I feel like you come from a smaller town and, you know, not a big city. There's not as many options and it's not as confusing. Like you just want to commit to something and like settle down with your life. But I feel like in these big cities like Chicago, New York, LA, Boston, Miami, there's so many things going on. And as a society, we're like, so ADD and there's all these flashing lights and there's so many people and it's such a melting pot and there's so many options that it's too many options like we can't commit to something we can't focus on one thing long enough to decide that's something that we really want or not and that's like a kind of scary thing and I know scary might be the wrong words so hear me out but it's like there's so much going on that our focus is pulled in so many directions that we can't put our focus on one thing. So we are literally, it's like something shiny passes by and it catches our attention and we turn our head. And it's like, why can't you just focus on the shiny thing in front of you? Why do you need the shiny thing that's passing by? And I just think that we really need to like focus on what's in front of us and like see the good things that are coming our way instead of looking everywhere and not knowing what's flying. So I really think that we should all channel not only big dick energy this year, but South Dakota 30-year-old. Again, I could be wrong because I've never been to South Dakota, but it just feels like one of those places that knows what it means to settle down and commit. And their 30 is very different from our 30 here in New York City. I grew up in Chicago, so I can tell you it's like that there. LA, Boston, Miami, again, just speculation, but they're big cities, so I'm assuming it's similar vibes. Um, I don't know. I just think this is the year of South Dakota 30. Because it's 2020, I'm just going to leave you with this. I really think that this is the year, this is the decade of trusting your gut. If your gut tells you something's right, it usually is right. If your gut tells you to run away and never look back, probably go with that. If something is screaming red flag, don't put on your your glasses of saying, oh, this is great. It's probably a red flag. Things are usually what they seem. We always like to think that oh, it's not as bad as it seems, or maybe I'm overreacting. You're not overreacting. Things are as bad as they seem sometimes, but things are also as great as they seem sometimes. I really just think this is the year of trusting your gut. And again, trusting your gut, big cliche. I guess that's just my theme now that I just talk in cliches. Never thought I'd be that person. But trust your gut. You know what's best for you. No one else. No one else knows what you need except for you. Except maybe like the woman at like the Sephora, she always knows what I need. Even when she's wrong, she's right because she just knows what I need. Men, I'm so sorry you cannot relate to that. But ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Sephora ladies, they just know. But I don't know. It's the year of big dick energy. It's the year of trusting your gut. It's the year of South Dakota 30. And it's the year of just knowing what you want, going for what you want, being bold because I'm telling you, trust me when I say 
this is the year. I'm getting what I want. I'm going for what I want. I'm not letting anyone stop me or anyone tell me I can't do something. Changing jobs because it's going to happen. I'm still going to be in my apartment because I love my apartment and I love recording from my bathroom. And it's a year that I'm just going to not let people disrespect me and not people be mean to me. So just leaving you with that. Uh, This is Sarah Correlation. Thanks for listening and have a great day.